tuned in to Higher Frequency. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to keep your six feet away from everybody. This is Robert and Davis back with a higher frequency episode. I have been absent from doing the podcasting for a minute because of this whole coronavirus thing. I moved to a to my place back in Pensacola for a little bit for the summer. How you been, Davis? Man, it's been a long time since I've done this podcast, the podcast that you and I started. And we, yeah. did, the, we did the college football podcast. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Can't wait to bring that back. Hopefully, Hopefully. as long as coronavirus doesn't knock that one out. Mm-hmm. But it's good to be back on this podcast. And I, te- I texted you. Normally, you text me. And I'm like, man, I have all this equipment now. Yeah, I need, I was, to, I need to test it out. Let's do this. I was golfing. <laughs> Didn't do too bad. Got a birdie today, you know. You got a birdie today? I got a birdie today. Golfing is an essential thing. It's considered an essential thing that you can do to go out and get some exercise, get some fresh air. You're keeping your distance for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. And it seemed like it was packed today, honestly. I think all the golf courses have been pretty packed recently. (laughs) Where have you played at? I played at Marcus Point, and I played at uh, Cypress Lakes. And Scenic Hills since I've been How's back. Cypress Lakes? I haven't played there since my junior year at UWF. It's still the same. <laughs> still the same. It was, like, really shitty when I played there. Yeah. But they had, like, just aerated the greens, which is worse. Because you, you go out there expecting to play a nice round, and you pay top dollar. Well, top dollars it could be at Cypress Lakes. And mm-hmm. then they just aerate the greens, so you're guaranteed to just have a really shitty day on the greens. Yeah, that's that's always a story there. It's it's a little wet, but I mean, it was it was playable. I played I played uh, Osceola um, twice in the last month. I like it. I like it there since they renovated, but they're a little still a little too pricey for like cost. uh, It's it's not pricey. It was seventeen dollars both times I played. Oh, what? That's good. And the greens though, the greens they hadn't shaved the greens in a while. So the, we, I was having a rough day on that green also, just because it was just bouncy. And do you go with your brother, who is like a golf pro? Well, I well, my dog's <laughs> chewing on me. I bet he goes with his brother, and his brother's just like they just irritated these greens. <laughs> I so, hate them. <laughs> um, I went the first time. I went with my buddy Patrick, who he goes to Wake Forest. Wait, yeah, I, I met. We went to the UGA game, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. you you went to Jacksonville with my yeah. brother and I. We met up with Pat. So Matt Pat's and Mary. Been, yeah, yeah. Pat's been staying at my parents for the last month. He's still in town. Oh, cool. And so him and I golfed twice. My brother joined us for one of those times because my brother's in town now because of everything going on. Because he lives in Atlanta now, and so. I, uh, yeah, they, those two played golf yesterday on my brother's 30th birthday. My brother's 30 now. I saw that. Tell him I say happy birthday. I will. I'll tell him that. But yeah, so I, I, my golf game hasn't been great, but it never really has been great. So it's been whatever. I mean, just playing, happy to go outside and do something. Yeah. And just actually be able to do something. That's it. It is. It's weird that golf is like one of the only things that, that is open right now, you know, but it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. so I live near Roger. So do you, we both live near Roger Scott. Mm-hmm. and They're open. You can't, my girlfriend and I go take our dog out there every other day, like three, four times a week. We go to Roger Scott and we walk the dog. 
and we were seeing all these tennis people out there still playing for a while. And I just kept thinking, man, you know, of all things to cancel, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised they're keeping tennis going, but they, you know, they kept it going for a while until this week. They finally said no more public tennis, at least not oh, wow. city owned parks. You can't play tennis anymore because mm -hmm. of coronavirus. And I mean, there's like a, it, it makes sense in a way because it's it, you can have a good amount of people out there conveying in one area, but at the same time you're spread out. It's not like golf, obviously, because in golf you have, you know, a thousand yards of distance between you and someone else. But in tennis, it's you and the net essentially. Right. So it, it makes sense that they would eventually cancel it. Um, because there were a lot of people playing, not so much lately, but I mean, I wasn't surprised when they finally acted on it. One thing that kind of sucks. It, but it's also – it goes with the times is that they took down the basketball nets. I know. I know, but – It kind of sucks, especially for the people who just love going out there and playing. Even I wanted to play just to get my March Madness fill. Yeah, it's it's a little rough because, you know, when the city takes actions like that and people who are trying to be healthy and just, just really get some exercise in, honestly, and take the nets away from the basketball, you know, courts – I don't think it's a good move. I think you leave them and then deal with, you know, the few people that are going to go up there. But what gather. about the beach? Like, what do you think about the beach being closed? Mm, I, you know my view on a lot of things, Davis. <laughs> and I, I uh, think that everyone, for the most part, is voluntarily staying at home and trying to keep their distance. Uh, I think you leave it open but i'm also not sure because it's a new it's a whole new era you know this is a this is something that we haven't experienced before and you got to figure out the best way to stop this thing from spreading i guess but i don't think shutting down you know everything is is the right move but i don't know I'm, i might be wrong <laughs> i mean i love the fact that they're keeping public parks open and you could look at a beach as a public park especially pensacola beach it's public anyone can go on it but I think it is. I think it should be. I, I'm conflicted every time I think about the beach because one side is, well, yeah, a lot of people like, like remember us in the ATO days, there'd be 20 of us out there squatting up, hanging out. And even though you and I may not do that as much anymore, if I really, I don't go to the beach hardly at all. And if I do go, it's typically with one or two people. It's never with a whole group, whole right, squad. Right. But there's going to be squads, and that's what they're trying to cut down on is the, are those groups of 10 or more. But here is where uh, there's 26 miles of beach that you can work with, mm -hmm. and you can spread out. Uh, I think they're really just trying to focus on those few groups of people that are going to squat up, and they're going to hang out, and they're trying to cut back on that because you can't ask those people to spread out. It's just hard. You can't really do that. So really the best thing to do would be just nip it in the bud and say, don't come to the beach, period until this all subsides lately this is where i've also been i've been also subscribing to belief of not really subscribing to it but just like thinking like what if this worked? what if one day they were to all say okay this has gone on way too long and this is what we're gonna do let's resume life let's open stuff back up because odds are if you get sick you're gonna eventually get better and it I know that there's a growing, growing number of people that are dying from this. And that is what's so scary is that, you know, there's a lot of people that are getting sick and most of them are recovering, but there are people still dying. But lately I've also been thinking, what if we were to just say, okay, let's resume life with this illness still going on. 
if you don't want to go out because you're too nervous, then don't go out. Stay inside. Do, do what you got to do. Do what you feel is best. But we need to try and build our economy back up again. So let's open things back up. Come on out if you feel up to it. If you don't, stay home or do whatever it is you want to do. Let's just try and live our lives once again. And if you get sick, stay inside. Take care of yourself. Do what you have to do. But for the most part, let's start moving things back in the direction of normalcy. Mm-hmm. I don't I think we're ever going to get to that. I think they're going to wait until we are finally at a healthy level again. I don't think they're ever going to listen to me, but I've just that's just been a thought of mine. No, I think they will because at a certain point, you know, if it's as contagious as it is, it's going to spread like the flu. And then eventually it'll be like, you know, you caught the flu, you caught this, you caught that, you know, everyone's going to catch it is what I'm trying to say. And we're just trying to get by time before we can get, you know, so we can get a, a vaccine or, you know, some, some sort of practice that will help cut down on people getting infected and then also people getting treated. So I think you're right. Um, at some point, we have to start going back to normalcy. And, just, uh, just, I'm scared of too much enforcement on this. Like just today I saw in Philadelphia, mind you, so it's a bigger city, more liberal. So there's a lot more enforcement on everything. And, and, um, this guy got pretty much pulled off a city bus by the police, a gang of police, just, you know, pulling him off a bus for not wearing a mask. So, you know, and that's happening already. It, it hasn't, hasn't, you know, been what, a month, two months. I'm worried about how bad it could get where citizens are, you know, being thrown in jail for going to the beach in groups of like 10 or more. Like what kind of society would that be? So you mentioned the mask thing and I'm more and more, you know, I went to Winn-Dixie today just to go get some groceries and I was in the minority and lately I have been the minority of those that do not wear the mask. And I saw you had a mask, although it didn't really look like you, you wear it a lot, but do you actually wear a mask whenever you go to places like a grocery store? Yeah, I wore one today. Um, I wore one today with, uh, I think it was a nice mask. It wasn't, this one is not like a good mask. I wore like M95 or whatever my Do you actually have one of those? Yeah, my my uncle Bubba gave it to my dad. I think he had some like leftover cuz he did a lot of construction back in the day. And then my dad is actually um starting to work with covid patients, potential covid patients. So he's got all the protective gear that they they've given him um so far and so we can get masks from them too. But you know, they're in short supply and I think people should wear them during, during weeks. They say, you know, it could be high this week and that's why I wore mine because I was informed that it was like a peak time in, in this virus to try and flatten the curve, I guess. I know they said that this week was supposed to be the worst week. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think in New York, we saw over 700 deaths. Just yeah, wow. in a day. That's insane to think about it. That's a ma- that's beyond a massacre, and to have that many people die, and that's what makes this all so scary. Is that again, eighty percent of the people 
who get sick are never even going to have to go to a hospital. And that's people like you and me. Let's mm-hmm. just say you and me, odds are we're fine. You know, we both stay in relatively okay shape. Um, and if we get sick today, we're going to most likely be fine. We might experience some symptoms, but we're going to be fine. It's the, it's the older people. And there are younger people there. And I know in the state of Florida, uh, I think Ron DeSantis said that no one under 25 has died from this. Well, that's actually not true. There has been a few people who have been under the age of 25 and have died from this. But again, that's such a small percentile. Yeah. I, I know eventually, if I'm going to wear a mask, though, it's because one, they're enforcing it. You can't go anywhere unless you wear a mask, which I, I, I fear if this, the longer this continues, we, that will happen. Like they'll say, if you want to go out in public, you have to wear a mask. I mean, so that's really where you'll see me wear one. I wore it. I mean, I, I don't think I would wear one if they told me to wear one. I, I want to wear one by my, you know, by myself. I think it's, you know, you should if, because I saw in the grocery store, I saw a video of just a cough and it was like an animated video and it showed you like where all the particles go when someone coughs and they like, oh yeah, don't cover properly. And it, it goes to grocery aisles and then it lingers in the same aisle for about two to three hours, just as uh, particles. So how far of a distance do you think that is? Because I know there was one, there's a few experts that say that a cough can carry as far as 27 feet but then anthony fauci dr anthony fauci is saying that has to be the most intense cough ever in order Mm -hmm. for it to go that far other than that that's not realistic i've heard the uh the 27 feet before i i don't really know how far it goes but i've had some massive coughs and sneezes in my life and i've been like you know damn i i I got someone sick (laughs) i know you know i don't know but I, I think better safe than sorry and if they think these this thing is airborne and they don't know how many people have it and it I, I feel like it's better safe than sorry and, and people have been wearing masks and like in China for instance they do it for pollution purposes they or at least that's what they used to do it for now they're doing it for this too so I think it might be it might become the new normal uh, for a lot of people I'm not going to wear one all the time but I think for a lot of people there, this might be a everyday thing. You know, what's scary also is that they're not going to have a vaccine, a proven vaccine for at least a year to a year and a half. And they have already started the process of vaccines. They've already given the first dose of the vaccine to a group of people, but we aren't going to really know for about a year until that vaccine lasts. And here's what we also are facing is that in China, like Wuhan, where this all started, is now starting to go back to normalcy. But here's also what we need to worry about is, will this reemerge? Will people who once had it get it again? Will it stay, a second wave is basically what we're waiting on. Is there gonna be another, is there gonna be a second wave? And if a second wave hits, I mean, you can almost forget about having football or at least have it on time. And that's when we have to sit here. And honestly, I think life as we know it pauses for about six to uh, six months to a year is my, that's just my personal guess. I'm obviously 
we know I'm, I'm a communications major and I'm, I do radio for a living. So obviously I am not a doctor, right. um, but I, that's just sort of the, based on the slope of where we're at right now, we're not going to go back to any kind of normalcy for about another two, three months, hopefully. And we have to hope there's not a second wave because we're not going to get a vaccine. And so that is why I also think the other side of at some point, wouldn't we have to say for the, for the sake of our own economy, we just have to say, you know what? Not really quite like this, but fuck it, dude. Go back out there and open up your business, serve people in your restaurant, go grab a beer, go to the beach. If you think you're sick, stay home. If you feel fine, then go out and do your thing. Like, I, I don't think we're ever going to get to that, but at some point, if this is going to continue, if we get more waves hitting us, then when can we actually start reliving our lives? Because how long can our economy last? They're going to have to because at a certain point, you know, the Fed's going to have to raise their interest rates back up. I think they went, they cut it down to zero. I think they went to zero, like literally zero. You can't go any mm -hmm. lower than that. I know and, student loans are at zero right now. Yeah, so um, <laughs> the, whatever Fed's doing to keep keep uh, inflation as low as it is, or, I mean, it's, it's high right now, but is, it, you know, the same relatively for this month, they're going to have to keep doing that, keep printing more money, and Maybe we'll see some hyperinflation. I I don't know. I'd have to get my buddy D to get back on here and talk about that. He's the economics guy, but mm. they can't keep this up. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens and what kind of stuff the government and the Fed do in the next in the next two to six months. It's weird how, um, I mean, I, what was it like eight months ago? you and I were in Orlando doing the opening podcast for our college football extravaganza doing the Florida Miami game. And the fact that one year later from that day, we are in this spot. Yep. Like we would, we probably won't have college football kicking off when it does. And that's just the reality we're at now. And it sucks when, you know, I'm so I'm someone who does a, a radio show, a sports radio show. And you know what I've done now to sort of help carry my show forward because I don't really have a whole lot of live sports. I have no live sports to talk about instead of, instead I have coronavirus related sports news. So you know mm -hmm. what I've done to sort of distract myself from coronavirus and my listeners is I now break down the Netflix show that I'm watching. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I've, I've wanted to do movie reviews on this podcast for a while. It's fun. I mean, especially if you're into it, 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 it it's really easy to talk about. Like Tiger King. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, come on. Tiger yep. King, that spoke for itself. But I went on a 20-minute rant. I went way over the clock. I just went on a complete rant about Tiger King. And oh. then last week, I talked about – you ever seen Big Mouth? Yes, I've seen Big Mouth. It's hilarious. Big, big, I, I broke down Big Mouth. And uh, the week before um, I did Tiger King, I broke down The Bachelor. Because I watched The Bachelor. I watched all of it. Nice. It the nice. First time ever. I wish I had joined your Bachelor Bros podcast. <laughs> you can. I wish I did. You um, can. I got the I got the equipment now. I got more stuff and you obviously have equipment anyway. So Yeah, good. thank God. Well overdue. But tomorrow, to give a sneak peek, I will be doing uh you ever seen Nailed It? Yep. I'm gonna change gears a little bit and I'm gonna go baking. So Nailed It I love. I love that show. It is I, I like baking. I'm not, I'm 
obviously not good at it. And I, I thought I heard my girlfriend laugh. I thought she was laughing at me and my lacking <laughs> of baking. But I, uh, I really enjoy baking, and yet I suck at it in a way. So I relate to these people, and I want to do the show. So I'm going to break down. Nailed it tomorrow. My girlfriend yeah. likes to watch um, the Great British Baking Show. And it's like a competition. They're in a tent. They get voted on and off. And uh, it's not like nailed it, but, you know, it, it's kind of like a, they do a weekly thing. Like every, one person gets eliminated until they're down to one. I think they start with like 15 or something like that. Do you know who uh, really loved that show? And I watched a lot of that show with this person. Yeah. Will Charette. Oh, yeah. When, I lived with, when Will and I lived with each other, he loved that show. He went through a vegan phase. He went through a couple of vegan phases. And there was this one phase. It was not too long after we moved into the house that we lived at. And he was constantly doing vegan baking. And the house smelled like pure shit. Like, <laughs> it didn't smell good. It's he was making all this vegan stuff, and because oh, normal baking vegan just vegan smells food. delicious, like you can't not. Yeah, eat it, you know, like who who doesn't love a nice fresh batch of cookies? So Will made these vegan cookies, and we had these neighbors who I'm so convinced, even to this day, they just hated us, and I th- I just don't. It was an older couple, and they had kids. I don't think they liked the fact that they lived next to three college kids. Yeah, probably not. Will went over there with these vegan cookies that he had just made. And mind you, I tried one of these. God awful. God awful. They're just so flavorless. They're flavorless. There's nothing sweet about them. It's just a bland cookie. It's not. (laughs) And the texture's weird because it's not your normal cookie. So he goes over there. And he offers them a cookie. And I wasn't there. He told me the story later. The lady eats a cookie. Like, in, right in front of them, takes a bite of the cookie. And it was like, this isn't very good. <laughs> and Will's just like, oh, um, okay. Uh, well, thank you for letting me know that. I'll work on it. And Will comes in. And he's like, that bitch. And I'm just like, well, first off, I, they just don't like us. I think, I'm, I think that's just clear. They just don't like us. But then, too, like, to be honest, man, you could do better with the cookies, I guess. Yeah, don't give someone a vegan cookie if you don't, don't know make, their diet. They don't make vegan cookies. Honestly, if my neighbor came over right now and said, here's my nice, fresh batch of vegan cookies, I would probably just say no right there and then. I made a keto cheesecake back when I was on keto, and it was delicious. So I gave it to a couple other people. They said it was delicious. And then my friend D, he was like, this is awful. I don't, I don't like this. I want real sugar. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So, I'm with D on this one. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Did he get the, the game? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep, he he went in with me. Um, he he's, he's a smart guy. He, he does the Luchadors and Liberty podcasts, too, with me. If you ever get a chance to check that one out, our last episode I did with him. Uh, probably about a month ago, maybe. Maybe do another one. I think last you know, time you and I did a podcast with each other was. It's been a while for us because yeah, college football's been over. College football's been over for a minute, and I haven't been doing this one. It's hard. It's hard to keep up once you get, you know, like I had college football going, and then The Bachelor came on. We were doing that one, so. Yeah, you've built a nice little, uh, nice little network here. 
it's fun and I want to keep doing it and keep building it. Um, we had Fred on and he wouldn't have been able to finish the college basketball thing, but he's got to put out some more. You got to get listening. I love college basketball and that was actually something I never really watched at all this year. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really watch any college basketball. And you know what? The whole time I kept thinking, you know what? I'm not really watching a whole lot of college basketball. I'm keeping up with the rankings, and I, I keep up with the highlights. And every now and then I'll check in on the, like, what's going on in Sports Center. Or, look, here's a Duke-UNC. I'll check that out. Why not? There's nothing else on. And, but the whole time I'm thinking March Madness is around the corner. I'm about to go nuts. Like, you're not going to get me away from the TV because March Madness is – just that it's march madness no one can not watch you can hate basketball but get into march madness right and the fact that it never even happened is still weird it's still weird like right now should be masters week like the second round should have been played today so you know what i've been doing i've been watching countless replays of masters because it's it's on espn and two it's just i need my masters fill i love golf i love the masters that is my favorite tournament of all time. I want to go to Augusta, and I just know that whenever we finally get sports back, let's just say I am going to be beyond hungry. Right. It's weird to not have any sports, you know, on. And We've never had this in our lifetime. No. I think many people have never had this in their lifetime, almost the entire world. It's great. And, and you know, you think if golf courses were over, maybe they could, uh, you know – Built, you know, do the masters just with with the production, like a lower production, and then like yeah. maybe just the golfers. I don't know. Well, the risk that they, see this is what they were facing at the players when they were because Pat went to Jacksonville. He originally came down here for spring break, and he who'd have thought like he calls me. I'm cooking breakfast like a month ago on a Saturday. He's like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm just cooking breakfast. And he's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm at Wake Forest right now, but I'm probably about to drive down to Pensacola like right now mm-hmm. for spring break. I'm like, oh, well, shit, come on. And ever since then, he hasn't been back. He went to Jacksonville to go see his grandpa. You, yeah, you met him. Went to his yeah. house. Yeah. And they were going to go to the players, and then that was canceled. And so he hung out in Jacksonville for a few more days, came back over to Pensacola, and that was it. But that's what was that's what they were talking about. The players is all right. We won't have fans. We'll just keep golfers. But then that concern became, okay. Well, what about the golfers now? Which golfer possibly has been around this? Do you have guys from all over the world coming together and they're playing? And Lord knows who possibly came in contact with this. Because again, those guys are healthy too, and yeah. they possibly have it and they just don't know it. Yep, it's, that does it's, make it's, sense. You are bringing people from all over the world whenever you're talking about golf. So that's why they can't really do it. You know, baseball, they want to play baseball in Arizona. But I don't think that's going to happen, realistically. If, if they cancel football, I'm going to hold up in my room and cry like I'm watching eight seasons of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And uh, if there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going to be watching throwbacks from the '80s. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna watch the whole Cal Stanford game, you know. And and then at the end, I'm gonna pretend like I placed a bet that they they lateral the ball to the end zone with myself. 
I saw a meme that we posted on our ESPN Pensacola page, and it was so fitting. It was it absolutely made you wish you had it. Have you ever seen uh, Men in Black? Yes. And the little light thing that they have makes you forget, like what you just saw. Mm-hmm. We all need that right now when it comes to sports. Like, can we just replay last year? Yeah, that'd be great. Like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tiger Woods win again and be as equally excited. Yeah. The Gators did good. The Cowboys didn't. I want to remember that Cowboys one because I don't want to relive that. What the cat? What when we went to, when we went to uh, the Michigan game? No, the Cowboys season just last oh, year. Yeah, it wasn't a good season. It was like it, they it were started off great. And they uh, were in the lead, uh, you know, in the division. Dak, like Dak Prescott overall had a decent year. Uh, I don't, I don't really support him being one of the higher paid quarterbacks at the moment. No, man. Uh, I think you have to give another year. Get you. You played fine. You had a better year the year before. Mm, let's see if you can play good enough to get your team to the playoffs and maybe win a playoff game or two. Lead them to the NFC Championship, and then you're going to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and I don't. You know, some people are like, "Get Brady." We're like, I don't, "I'm like, no." They they built That's this thing. Yeah. So so yeah, you're a you're a Bucks fan and. Y'all got Brady now. Yeah, who who would have seen that coming? <laughs> I mean, when I lived in Tampa 11 years ago, and if you told me when you're 26, Tom Brady is going to be playing for the Bucks, I would have thought you were joking because that's like his retirement prank. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people love to retire in Tampa and St. Pete. Like, that's a great retirement area. The weather's great. There's a lot to do there. The beaches are – the beaches in Pensacola, I think, are better. But, you know, whatever. It's, it's whatever you want to do with it. Right, but the, when he when he announced it, and then when he signed, I was just like, "Well, well, shit." <laughs> I mean, and the jerseys, crazy. I yep. love the fact that they went. I know some people were crying over the creamsicles. We sucked when we were in the creamsicles. We, yeah, we still, I'd like I'd like one in there though. You know, they they'll still do it. They they could do it as a throwback. Yeah, but go. They, they're going back to what worked for like three seasons, by the way, it didn't work the entire time. They had those jerseys. Most of the time they still suck, but they did slip the Super Bowl in there. These so ones, they, these look good that. though. These look slick. Yeah. They're, they're cleaner looking. And then the whole pewter Jersey. Yep. That's a clean looking Jersey. And uh, you, you know who uh, Jason Fitz is? No, he's no. a, he's a he, he has a radio show on ESPN. Um, so he, he also will fill in on like first take and stuff like that. So he, uh, I, I, I do like a weekly interview segment with him and uh, I, I play it back. So tomorrow it's going to play back. And I asked him, how can I buy a Tom Brady jersey and not piss off my girlfriend while I'm at it? Because she hates Tom Brady. Oh, man. A lot of people hate Tom Brady, but don't hate the play. I hate the game. I mean, that's, that's true. Yeah, right. that's uh, I mean, true. I had, I've had a lot of reasons to hate the Bucks game. And yeah. then all of a sudden they signed Brady. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I saw something. Uh, let me ask you because you might know. Uh, is this fake news, real news? Jameis Winston to the Tampa Bay Vipers. What? The soccer team? No, the uh, the XFL Wait. team. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's the Rowdies I'm thinking of. Well, the XFL, as of today, is basically dissolved. Dissolved. They dissolved. Yeah, they, they, they laid off pretty much all of their employees. So, yeah, 100% Oof. false. Oof. And Oof. if it was real, then it was quickly taken back because they basically dissolved the league. The XFL, as we know it, is no more. 
another coronavirus. Yeah. Like, who would have thought that was how the XFL was going to go down? They did well this season. They did fine. They did well. So did the AAF. The AAF did fine, too. Mm -hmm. And so, but the internally, internally, they did not. The Orlando Apollos looked good. They were they were easily the best team. Mm-hmm. The rest of the league was shit. It was not good at all. Like Trent Richardson led the league in touchdowns, by the way. And it was and hey, all love to Trent Richardson, but they were all like one yard carries on the goal line. So, I, I thought the XFL was way better than the AAF. I was not surprised at all when the AAF closed down because first off, you heard about their financial troubles week yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, for the XFL, they were going along. The crowds were still pretty strong. The city of St. Louis really bought into their team. The uh, longest beer snake in history. Yeah. You say uh, that Houston, thing? by the way, getting PJ Walker, which PJ Walker was like the perfect definition of what you'd want in the XFL. A guy who never really had a shot in the NFL. He was competing against Andrew Luck when before he retired, and obviously you weren't going to beat him out. And you didn't really make too big of a name of yourself when you were at Temple, but you had the talent. So you used the XFL to really showcase your talents, and he did. And essentially, he's the MVP of the league. I mean, although right. it ended, it was canceled. So if you have to give it any, to anybody, it's P.J. Walker. Also, by the way, as a result, he did sign with the Carolina Panthers. Granted, the head coach of the Panthers was his head coach at Temple. Still, nonetheless, he was literally the – I mean, he, know, he knows the guy's good. I mean, the guy is good. P.J. Walker is good talent. He was perfect for the XFL. And it's unfortunate that they closed down. I thought I, I was convinced they were going to go beyond a season. Mm-hmm. The question for the Panthers would be, what about Will Greer? You have Will Greer sitting back there in your back pocket. And, and you know, I don't know if they don't think he had any promise or what. But, well, he know. did – he started like a game or two, I think, didn't he, last season? I don't know. I thought that was – I thought um I thought that Kyle Allen did. Well, he started most of them. Yeah. But – I don't know. I maybe. He, he got off to a good start and then he slipped back. But I think that with Will Greer, I think he's going to be competing for the backup role because Teddy Bridgewater is now in Carolina and he's going to be the starter. And good for him, by the way. It's a loaded uh, room. I think right now, based on the system that they run, at least I think I, I have to. I don't really know what Matt Rule is going to run in the NFL right now. I knew what he did at Baylor, mm-hmm. but he had, uh, that guy Colin Brewer as his quarterback. Um, I think with uh, PJ Walker just sh- just completely showing out in the XFL, I would believe he would be the immediate backup to Teddy Bridgewater. But I mean, I guess it's between him and Will Greer. We'll see. I mean, I like to see Will Greer do good, so I'm just always curious about him. You know, still miss uh, those Florida days with him. No, and we could add more, but then we don't know where we'd be. You know, might have done good and then kept Jim McElwain. Can't have that happen. Yeah, no, I'm very happy. Hey, things happen for a reason. We have Dan Mullen and we have Kyle Trask. So, right, that's true. We, I mean, if if we get to, if we do get to see him play, if we do, and hopefully we do, um, I still I, believe we will. I I think we will. I I think I'm hopeful, and I'll remain hopeful until you know all signs point to no. You know, no football, no anything. 
I know even schools are even talking about doing online during the fall. So it's it's already being talked about, you know, at the time. How can, so think about it this way. Like some people are still saying, well, what if we had football without crowds? I've seen like a bad high school football game with hardly anyone in the stands and you mm-hmm. just can't get into it because there's no one there. It's just a pass is thrown and then yippee. Yeah. I, I, I guess we would find a way to adjust, but I would, I would just have a hard time watching the game unless it's my team. Yeah. I mean, all they'd have to do is keep the cameras off the crowd and pump in like fake crowd boys, I guess. Like, That's going to be another job. Cue, cue the like war chant. Cue the war chant, line three. <laughs> cue the gator chomp, line seven. You know, I don't know. That, like that's, no that's your alley. Yeah, boo. I don't know. It's it's rough. It's it's going to be rough. All right. Um, that's about all the time I got right yeah, now. Cool. I, I have to get, you know, get some research done and, and try and try and get this headache to go away. I don't know what's going on. Played too much golf in the sun today. Well, dude, take care of yourself. I'm happy we were able to do something. I just wanted to really get my equipment tested out and even talking to you using a, a new laptop that my, my boss also gave me. It sounds good. It's, yeah, it's dude. So, it sounds good. Did you hook the soundboard up to it? Yeah. I got a soundboard running everything. You got any sounds on it? Uh, I so yeah, I I need to kind of play around like like okay. this, or, like hey, if you can hear. This oh yeah, video. yeah. I don't know. I have to play with this thing a little bit more. There's a lot of buttons. We'll it's play cool. around with it. We'll do another one of these. I'm in town too, so we'll we'll see what happens. We might we might have some podcasts coming up for you guys. Yeah. And the next time, hey, next time, Pat, Matt, and I play golf, I'll hit you up. Do it. I, I've been by your house a few times, and I see your car, and I'm like, well, shit, he's back in town. Yeah, I'm here trying to get an internship over the summer, so that's that's what's up with that. All right, well, best of luck with that. Yeah, I'm, I've been up since 4 a.m., so I, I, it's time for me to go to bed. Yeah, get you some Betty sleep, and uh, plug anything you want to plug now. All right, well, check out my radio show, Sports Call. Um, it's on Saturdays on ESPN Pensacola, 1330 a.m., 99.1 FM, 11 to 1. And it's actually been a lot of fun, really. I mean, whenever you have no sports, you have to get creative. And I think it's made me have to switch things up and sort of go outside of my – I don't know I don't know if I, I, don't know if I want to say go outside of my shell, but just sort of go outside of my other norm. And I'm coming to realize that I'm having a lot more fun doing that. And yeah. hopefully the listeners feel the same way, but check it out. Yeah, awesome. And same here. We'll have to we'll have to start writing some scripts or something. <laughs> make make a movie or something. High frequency movie podcast. Just, just pure <laughs> quarantine boredom. Yeah. Although I haven't been quarantined, I've actually been very busy outside of this town. My girlfriend's basically been quarantined, and she's she'll even admit it. She's been going crazy. Wow, it's very crazy. I, I understand. Yeah, I mean it's good. You're busy though. I mean a lot of people a lot of people can't say the same thing. So. I know I'm I'm, I'm what I'm what you call an essential employee. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, get some sleep. Take care of that headache. I'm Peace. gonna get some sleep. I'm tired. Three, two, one.
tuned in to Higher Frequency.